Hey everybody, welcome to episode 444 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today's episode is all about candy. It's Halloween 2022 and I wanted to talk about candy today, not in the way you probably think, but instead as an acronym for how to eat out at restaurants, stay healthy, stay in your fitness goals, and continue making progress. This is the thing that probably holds people back the most in their nutrition that I see. And I want to talk about this today using an acronym that's appropriate for the holiday today of Halloween. So sit back and enjoy this episode and let's get started. All right, so this is episode 444 of the Triple F podcast, and I want to talk today something that's kind of relevant to Halloween, I suppose, which is candy. Um, you know, you guys are adults. You know not to eat the whole bucket of candy bars when your kids go to sleep. You know that uh, the leftover Halloween candy isn't for you to eat in one night. So I don't need to start with that. We don't need to do an episode on that self-control this year, hopefully. But I am going to stick to something relevant to Halloween and talk about candy a little bit today. But instead, as an acronym um, for how you can approach restaurants and dining out and still stick to your calories, macros, and fitness plan, I do want to kind of knock out a little bit of housekeeping type things today. Temporarily, I have shut down stoltsfit.com. That is just to kind of revamp it and get things uh, kind of as I want them more with the site. But in the meantime, you can find articles for the podcast if you liked the blog article versions at medium.com slash at Stoltzfit. So you can just go to that URL. I'll put that in the description of the podcast and uh, you'll be able to access the blog articles. I'll be putting those up over the next week or two. And also the current episodes that I come out with are going to have articles to go along with them as they have been just at that different site on the Medium platform. There's also an app for Medium that's pretty cool. It's a great place for just a bunch of bloggers essentially to post articles and different reads for people. Uh, you can go there to access those if you like. And if you need to contact me, I always put my email in the description of these podcasts too, so you can reach out there. Um, in the meantime, we'll get that site back and going and uh, optimized for what I want for it and move forward from there. So today's episode 444 is about candy. And I wanted to approach this uh, just kind of a fun episode about eating out because it really is the thing that trips people up the most. I find when I coach people, talk to people about nutrition, it is cooking for families and you know being able to accurately say what that amount of food you're eating is. And then it is moderation and knowing how to approach restaurants, parties, social events. Those things are the things that really trip people up. It's easy to stay on track when you're brown bagging your lunch, eating the same breakfast every day. It's much harder when you have this variation and temptation that comes with eating out. So we'll start with C. What is C? It is create meals with whole foods. Now, I am a macro tracker, flexible dieter advocate, so you don't have to eat only whole foods, but I'll tell you, sticking to whole foods and basing your meals around them is much, much better approach for restaurants than just eating whatever looks good on the menu because there's a few benefits to whole foods. Well, they are nutritious, right? But they're also very filling. You're going to be a lot more full eating a chicken breast and a salad or a steak and a potato versus lasagna. 
nothing wrong with lasagna. It's delicious. It actually has decent macros and, um, you know, it's okay to estimate and track, but you're going to be much more full and satisfied with lean protein, vegetables, maybe even fruit and a high fiber carb. Whole foods are also a lot easier to estimate if you are tracking at the restaurant. So if you're going to a steakhouse or even a buffet or something and you are, you know, taking everything or maybe at the steakhouse, you're ordering complicated pasta dishes and pasta salads and things like that. It's a lot harder, but if you do just eat a baked potato, butter, and a steak, you can estimate the size of the steak, track it as the cut you ordered, the ounces that's on the menu, and uh, you're able to just add a potato to your tracker. It's a lot easier to estimate, and even if you're not tracking, it's easier to practice moderation because you know this much meat, this much carbs, you know this much rice or pasta or something, and then these vegetables, and maybe add a little bit of fat in your mind as well since restaurants use more fat in cooking. But whole foods are going to be a good approach. At least make it your base, right? You don't have to just stick to something boring, but most of the time that's going to be just as satisfying and delicious as, uh, you know, the complicated dish. It really is all about priorities. You know, for me, especially if I go out, it's, you know, what do I care more about the experience of this restaurant or sticking to the goals? And a lot of times it's the experience of the restaurant. I'll just get whatever I want and estimate it. But if I really am serious about fitness goals and that's what this episode's about, it's going to be more along the lines of um, whole foods and things that are easier to estimate that fill you up and make you feel satisfied. The next one, A, is to avoid liquid calories. Liquid calories are essentially the opposite of whole foods in all ways. Um, whole foods fill you up. Liquid calories don't fill you up. They're empty calories, essentially. Whole foods are nutritious. Liquid calories have pretty much no nutrition. Um, and then whole foods are easy to track. Liquid calories are, I guess, easy to track technically, but they are really easy to overdo. You can have, you know, 100 grams of carbs via liquid calories quite easily and not even think about it until afterwards. So it's way more likely to throw you off, I guess is the point. Uh, so liquid calories can be very, very dangerous. I get that some of you kind of base your experiences and the fun of the experience around the liquid calories. And that's okay. As long as you're honest with yourself about that. Like, are you specifically going out to a wine tasting or are you going to a Mexican restaurant where you don't really need the margarita, but you're getting it anyways, right? Those are the kind of things I'm talking about. Or even on another scale, when you get lunch, do you need a Coke or could you get a water? Those kind of things go a long way. You're saving yourself hundreds of calories every time you choose to order diet soda or water. And that is definitely the better option as many times as you can make that option. It's okay to include the liquid calories here and there if you need to but make it the rule of thumb to not drink your calories and you'll be in a much better place uh, at the end of that meal. The next one, the in in candy, is to never overdo, or excuse me, I messed that one up. I was just reading my notes here. The next one I got ahead of myself. The in is for to never say F it or screw it whatever you want, uh, but to never say F it and just throw your hands up and eat whatever you want. That mentality, that cheating, feasting mentality, unless it's controlled in the way like I teach with my programs, you need to be careful with that. 
going out to eat can be very, very dangerous if you go out with the mindset of it's a free meal. I'm going to have whatever I want and however much I want. The drinks, the appetizers, the entrees, the desserts, the ice cream afterwards, um, you know, it goes home and follows you and you eat the leftovers and then a snack when you get home. Very dangerous to treat it that way as far as your fitness goals are concerned. Um, instead, try to practice some moderation. I think everything in this episode is going to be about moderation and, you know, never just losing control like that is going to get you most of the way there as far as keeping you on track. The truth is one meal going out to eat isn't going to affect your progress all that much. It's just when you lose control, eat way more than you normally would in a typical meal. That is what's going to throw you off. So find that control and that moderation and you'll be just fine, really. Um, to never lose control and just say F it is key in this scenario. The next one is the one I was getting ahead of myself on for the D in candy is to don't overdo the carbs and fat early in the day. Now this is very important as a strategy to lead up to a dinner or a social event. Hopefully this is something you've already implemented and you kind of know about. This is something that calorie tracking and macro tracking really teaches you, I think, because you're given this budget for the day and you're able to really see that, hey, if I use it all up by dinner, I don't have as much left to spend for dinner. But if I save all through the day, I have a lot more to spend at dinner. It's a little bit of discipline through the day to allow more flexibility at night or in that meal. So my guideline is to not overdo the carbs and fat. Focus on protein or fast, but most people will need some food, uh, some protein, protein shakes, eggs, lean meats, yogurt, that kind of thing through the day. Maybe some fruit and some vegetables to go with that, but keep the carbs and fat as low as you possibly can, especially the fat because restaurant food's very high in fat. It is high in carbs too, but the fat is way higher than normal food you're going to eat. So try to save those, backload those. That concept of backloading carbs and fat really changed the game for me in nutrition, even on the daily, because I'm able to save those for when I want them, which is at night when I have more time, more access to foods I want, and um, the typical time where self-control is a little bit lower, I guess. So even if you tend to go a little off track at restaurants, saving carbs and fat for that event will set you up for success and keep you from falling way off track because you're at least able to somewhat stick to it. Um, that's, that's that one. And then the why, the final letter in candy is going to be YOLO. And this might seem a little bit hypocritical or opposite to uh, my point with the in, which was to never lose control and just go for it. But also I want you to keep like a you only live once mentality because what I really don't want to see is people that listen to this show, clients of mine and people that I work with to not go to events, not go to restaurants, avoid social situations because they're stressed about nutrition and fitness. I always say make fitness fit into your life. Don't make your life fit into your fitness plan, right? You want to have that flexibility. You want to have a plan you can stick to and enjoy the other things in life that aren't related to health and fitness because it is a very small aspect. Health is very important, but how you look at the beach or with your shirt off really doesn't matter in the grand scheme. I get you have the goals, which is why I'm here to help you with those, but it's also important to keep the big picture that one meal won't really throw you off that much. There's a lot of other important things in life like social events, um, you know, connections, relationships, 
and things like that, and just de-stressing. So you don't need to overdo it. You can still practice the things I talked about, the whole foods, no liquid calories, moderation, um, kind of saving up carbs and fat for that event. You can still practice those things, but you don't have to go completely off the rails and you can still participate in those events. I just don't want people to be so stressed that they just don't go and they don't think they can. You can fit anything into your fitness plan. It's just a matter of priorities. Most of us probably aren't getting paid for fitness or nutrition or sticking on our macros. So be smart about it. Practice some moderation and control, but realize one meal will not set you back very much and it's more important to live your life. And that's it. The CANDY acronym. In spirit with Halloween and uh, hopefully that helps give you some good actionable tips for going out to eat the thing that throws people off the most. Uh, I think that it is a tricky situation if you go in completely unprepared. That's why it throws people off. But if you go in with these things in mind, just remember candy, review this episode or go to medium and review the blog article. You will be set up for success and hopefully these won't throw you off very much and you're still able to enjoy them and still stay on track. That's the goal is kind of finding that balance where you can do both. And that's episode 444 of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you want to read it, the link is in the description of this podcast. You can go to medium.com slash at Stoltzfit, or you can go and send me a message to the email in the description, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com to ask a question for the podcast or to work with me. Thank you very much for listening to the show, and I'll talk to you later.